Welcome what? back. What the f- Uh, I I really I I'm having so much fun making those every week. That dude with the song really gave me some inspiration, though. I finally think I can play an instrument. I'm telling you, it was entertaining as shit, right? And you just saw 30 seconds of it. We spent I don't know an hour watching them play. I'm into it. They were ripping so many covers. It was awesome. Hell yeah! So. But without further ado, let's welcome on our guest for the evening, owner of Heartland Barber. May we welcome Josh Lovell to Seltzer Time. Hi, Josh. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Hey. How you doing? Wonderful. How are you? Great. Now that I saw that uh, saw guy, I don't know how you put that in the middle of it because you need that at the end because you can't top that. That's true. I'll, I'll take that under consideration for next week's. Yeah. I like I how mean, he put the saw like under his chin. And then was... you see it pop out like it's some kind of animal. And then and then it missed. Yeah. 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 That's some risky shit. <laughs> yeah. He was handing yeah. it to children. Like there was children at the restaurant. He was handing it to the children to play. So I'm hoping it's dulled, but. He's confident. Hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. hopefully not. More Make sure better content. Hopefully not. I chose the room with the best lighting in my house, apparently. <laughs> well, I it's mean, okay. for as much shit as you've given us over the years about how bad our stuff is, it's fitting that you went through no effort when coming out of the show. <laughs> well, I did go through effort. I don't know if you know what I'm it's like kidding. to live with a toddler. But <laughs> I had to like clean this room out, find a spot, get this set up all during her nap time so that when... I ultimately had to come in here. It was already ready to go, nice. set up, and I could just sit down and pop it open and and do my thing. So, no, you did great. jokes aside, we are a little bit of effort. You. And actually, the lighting was better, but now it's dark. So, mm. what are you gonna do? You have a better backdrop than me. Mine's just like plain white. I haven't hung anything up yet. <laughs> well, it's bookshelf. It makes you look smart, mm. right? Have the you read all those over books? there. <laughs> Yeah, I've read all these books. Yeah. Most of them are nursing books. My wife's books from college and whatnot. But they look smart. It's all that matters. Yeah. It's all that matters. So thanks for joining us, Josh. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know who Josh is, Josh cuts both of Ricky and my hair. He's that's it. Yeah. No, he's servicing <laughs> lots of people in Worcester yep. and he's building a business that's in one of the coolest buildings in Worcester. It's not uh, bad pretty good building yeah do you enjoy it do you like being able to walk out and get a coffee if you need it oh yeah yeah well it be when i first moved in it became kind of troublesome because i would drink you know five coffees a day and then i had to limit myself <laughs> you know, you're like one more cutting hair just like shaking the entire time <laughs> uh realistically yes yeah absolutely hard to get those lines if you got the fidgets yeah, I don't know. Some people probably got some whack haircuts early on, but whatever. <laughs> you were <laughs> they grown. came back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I, 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 I love your spot. I love walking in and looking at all the stuff on the walls. I swear I notice something different every time. And now with Danielle yeah. there, it seems like you have a, a brand building that's kind of expanding beyond just you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, as you guys know, I started alone in there, uh, just cutting hair solo. And then um, Danielle's been there for about a year. 
And when she came in, it definitely, cause she's, you know, I have the business in Worcester, but I'm not a Worcester native. She, she's got that one up on me. She grew up in Worcester and she comes in already with clientele. So it definitely, it helps us with our street cred, you know, to have a Worcester native and a Worcester business, right? <laughs> <laughs> kind of squash some of the haters. Yeah, yeah. Wait, there's haters? I, mean, I haven't heard anybody. <laughs> there's haters everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. There must be. You must have ruffled somebody's feathers. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you didn't always cut hair, though, right? That's like... <sighs> no, no. Not when I was born. I didn't... I wasn't born cutting hair. <laughs> No, you didn't pop out with like Edward Scissorhands and then they surgically no. removed those. You know, I tried being a kid for a little bit. That didn't really work. And then, uh, yeah, I had to like be an adult. That didn't work. So then I tried being a kid again. <laughs> I don't know. Ultimately, I had to, you know, do a couple of careers to get me to where I am now. But yeah. That's awesome. A couple of careers. Not a bad thing. A couple of careers. Couple two three. I don't know what you're hinting at, but you might be hinting at my past with another uh, business owner in my building. I don't know. Well, there's a little bit of that. I mean, I know there's some <laughs> of those stories. That you were come a, up. you were a pro skateboarder. Pro skateboarder. Yeah. Yep. Gnarly. No, very much not a pro skateboarder. <laughs> no, I figured you used to build motorcycles. Uh no. Well, I did with those with the guys that build motorcycles. These guys, Easy Company. We all got into motorcycles together, but they just kept doing it. And I kind of let them do their thing because they were better at it. It happens. Do you ride a motorcycle? I have one. Riding it is a question, questionable. I own, it. I own a motorcycle. You have a toddler. I get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll use that excuse. <laughs> Not that it's always broken. Yeah. It's always broken. You, you live. That's awesome. Those guys yeah. can help you out. Keep going. So you're, okay. you're born a baby. Some kids. <laughs> I was born. I, I I think I don't remember, but I think yeah. From what we were, from what we've heard, you were born a baby. Did some kid stuff. Mm -hmm. Did some adult stuff. Did some kid stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How did you get to what you're doing now? Like what what led you to uh to pick up the the buzzer? I don't know. If that's a, that's well, um, yeah. So my career before barbering was I, you know, tour managed and did merch for some bands. I toured around the world with uh, a Worcester band uh, Flo named Four Years Strong. Assholes. Oh, Flock of, you know, I cut Roger's hair. He's really? a Flock of Assholes. That's yeah, he's awesome. a great guy. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. He probably won't, but maybe he will. He got a shout out. That's cool. Uh, Roger's a good guy. Hi, Roger. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, four years strong. Who Joe is the owner of New Tradition, Joe and Jay, but Joe being the one that's in four years strong, that's my connection to the building. Um, so I did that for a long time. I loved it, but it all had a timeline of, you know, you're touring, you're kind of like, this is great. And then you realize, oh, I'm gone you know, eight to 10 months out of the year. And I'm trying to, you know, maybe have a family or buy a house or start a career that I'm not always gone. 
Um, so it hit a time where barbering was always an interest. And I actually looked into going to school while touring, while out on the road and you couldn't do it. You need full commitment. Who would have thought you need a full commitment <laughs> to actually do anything in this world. But, um, so I don't know, it became, it hit a point about 10 years ago, it was 2012 where the band was taking a little bit of time off and I signed up for barber school and said, you know, if I like this, I'll do it. If I hate it, I'll, I can always tour again with it, with this band or another band or, you know, make this my job. But I don't know, it stuck. 10 years later, here I am. Uh, I went to barber school. I started cutting at a shop in Milford. I ended up cutting in Milford, Mass for about six years, seven years. And then um, wow. I opened Heartland. It'll be three years ago in June. That's crazy. Three years already. Three years. Congratulations. Yeah. Man. Yeah, huge. I know, right? Well, what, what there's some COVID time in there, so mm. it was kind of weird. Um, about a year into the business, not even, was when I had to close for like two two months. I think it was two months exactly. And uh, you know, it sucked, but we made it work. Well, we survived. And, yeah, and that was one of the things I liked about you as a service because if i booked a haircut with josh i knew he was the only other person in there and yeah. he was taking everything super serious so like all right this feels safe and i feel like i can not look like a slob so this is awesome yeah i think i think early on when people were really nervous and we really didn't know what precautions were needed we didn't have a vaccine none of that type of stuff people did like the idea of the one-on-one -on -one appointment haircut Nobody else was in there. I didn't have a second barber yet. Um, so I had even people who were maybe on that higher risk who were really nervous, knowing they could come in there and be safe. Um, you know, where other barber shops either maybe weren't being safe or were too many barbers in one place or whatever it may be. Um, you know, like I, I, think I prided myself on being a place that those people could go and know what they were getting into and know that they could feel safe there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I had to be like super careful um, <clears throat> with like Naomi and everything, but it was cool. Cause it was like, Oh, the only place I ever went into during all that, like super craziness time was literally to go get a haircut from you when you were open. Cause I don't even think the coffee shop yeah. was open when you first reopened. Right. Didn't it stay closed for a little while? No, no, they weren't at first. I can't, I don't remember how long after, maybe a month, okay. something like that. But even when they did open, that was like their short hours where they were open like oh, three yeah. hours a day for a while. Um, so even that, I, I had some people who would purposefully book in the afternoon knowing that the coffee shop was closed. So yeah. they would um, kind of just like feel safer, whether it was like, you know, a parent whose kid you know, lived at home with a grandparent or whatever it was uh, like that. And, you know, honestly, I even have people now, like where we are now with it, which like, you know, obviously we're in a much safer place with vaccines and everything, but there's still high risk people who don't want to go into, um, you know, like heavy, heavily populated places if they can help it. If they have someone at home who's a higher risk for whatever reason that may be. Totally.
Yeah, it just makes sense. It makes sense for the business. It makes sense for the customers. And you must have made yeah. lifelong customers now from those experiences. Like you must get those repeats. I mean, you always hope so. Uh, I have customers who uh, have come to me since I started, even working in Milford. So uh, when I made the switch, it was um, I was nervous about having to like build my clientele because I, you know, I had Worcester people who came to me because I live in Worcester and I knew people in Worcester. Um, but I had a lot of people out there by, you know, Milford, Hopkinton, all that kind of area where I was cutting hair. And um, a lot of them still come to me. A surprising amount, honestly. I, I, I didn't think as many people would follow me as did and still do three years later. That's yeah, cool. Speaks to the service. I hope so. <laughs> I say it speaks more to the playlist because you literally have the best playlist in the fucking city in terms of everything. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I try. I try. You know, obviously, uh, when I first opened, I made my own playlist. Now I kind of take input. And I, and I know uh, Ricky has put his uh, two cents in when I do <laughs> posts on Instagram. What should I add to my next playlist? Because I have a playlist for every year. I have um, one for 2019, 2020, 2021. I, I, every year I've been in the shop, I uh, make a new playlist. But then I like sometimes go back and play the old ones when I want to switch it up or, or whatever. Do you have um, any, do you put some of the same songs in the same playlist or are they all totally fresh? Some of them go, go on all, you know, stuff I really like or that's always like, maybe the same artist, but a different album or, okay. or whatever it may be. Um, and, and you know, it's, I started the playlist. The first thing I ever did was I made a playlist of um, all the Tony Hawk pro skater music nice. from like one through four or whatever. Some it was, of the best the early ever. ones. And that's how I started. <laughs> and then I went from there uh, building off of that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, you can't go wrong with that. I, yeah. I think, and I think my demographic is of the age group that everyone played those games. <laughs> yeah. And there's enough skateboards on the wall that you're going to appeal to somebody with the combination of the two. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Did you watch the Tony Hawk documentary? That like new thing on HBO? I, I started it last night. I, you know, I go to bed kind of early, so yeah. I got it like an hour of it and then oh. I'll, I'll finish it another night. I'm kicking around <laughs> starting it after this, but I probably won't. <laughs> I didn't that see was... that. Is it like a, a life document, life look at Tony Hawk? Yeah. Yeah. It just came out like, I don't know, last Friday or something. It's really new. Yeah. Right? HBO Max. Yeah. Giving it a little plug, you know? Okay. Well, it yeah. needs the help. It needs. To, it if needs... anybody needs a free ad, it's Tony Hawk. So. It needs the yeah. seltzer time bump. Yeah. The seltzer time bump. Oh yeah, he did. He went on uh, what's it, Dax Shepard's podcast, but that wasn't enough. It's this it one enough. that's really going to get people to watch. Dax He's... actually texted us and was like, "Hey guys, like if you could just throw him a bone, like ours didn't push it enough. We know that you you have the ears and the eyes." And we were like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" We couldn't yeah, book him. Like, how do I see how many time? people are watching this? I don't even know. Uh, I actually, I don't even know. In the thousands. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's it's like eleven thousand minus that's thousands. Cool. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's cool. 
so uh, <laughs> we do got some homies in the chat and they're uh someone said i can't believe it's been a year since danielle joined yeah, yeah in july that's abel i know abel he comes he comes uh for the haircuts yeah mocro's husband is hiking the appalachian trail you cut oh, her husband Tim's yeah. hair. Yep, I remember that. We talked about that. That's bananas. Sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah. What's like, yeah, okay, so that's actually a good thing. So you cut hair for like every type of person, um, basically, yeah. at least like I've noticed just you know, whether going in there or like even working at the coffee shop, just like the different types of humans coming out. What's like one of the craziest stories you've ever heard? Like do people just come in there and tell you way too much or is it, pretty chill like um you know it's funny because when you work in a shop with like a lot of other barbers and a lot of people the the conversation tends to be very like small talk and like talking about um sports and tv and stuff like that and then when i did open and i was alone I noticed I became like more of like customers that I had for a long time started talking to me more personally and stuff and like opening up. And I was like, Oh wow. Okay. This is kind of cool. Like this, like one-on-one conversation. Cause you don't always get that in a barbershop. And I think there's good to both. Cause like you want that like kind of community coming together of people talking, but then also that like one-on-one conversation is really good. Um, you're a therapist. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe some people do say that. Um, I was actually uh, the other day. Original. Me and Danielle were talking about that a little bit, and we were saying, you know, maybe we are to some people just in the sense of like having someone to talk to occasionally. But in the same way, I think that the customers become like therapists to us. Cause we have someone to vent to too, if not multiple people to vent to. And I can kind of like over the day vent a little bit more and more. I don't know. It's just someone to talk to. Cause if you think about, I don't know, somebody who has a job, like whether they work from home or they're in an office, they might not talk to somebody all day. Oh yeah. Except totally. for their like, you know, spouse or roommate or something. So that's a good point. And you're, you guys are very close when you're working. So how do you not have some type of communication? Yeah. Well, you gauge the person. Sometimes you, if they're, you know, you're trying to be like, oh, how was your day? What's that? And they're just quiet. You're just like, all right, this is a silent haircut. That's fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to talk. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a preference? Do you like the silent one sometimes? Uh, sometimes. If I'm in a mood, sometimes I'll try to <laughs> push for the silence, I guess, but it's just funny it's i mean it's a job like any other job but it's funny to me to have a bad day as a barber and not want to talk to people because that's i I think of a barber as somebody that likes to talk but i'm sure it happens well you know it's funny because like i guess me personally i don't think of myself as somebody who likes to talk but i obviously am or i wouldn't be doing what i'm doing yeah but the other side of that is like on my days off I I could be completely silent all day and would be perfectly happy. Like never speak to a human uh, uh, at all. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's so lonely. Yeah. 
it's a it's a high high and a low low it's like you exert a lot of energy during your work day so that when you have your time to recuperate silence is part of it i feel similarly so sometimes even at the shop i'll um like friends will be out in the coffee shop and i'll just sit in the barbershop because i'm like "Eh, i don't i don't want to go say what's up (laughs) i don't (laughs) i'll just wave yeah Shit, I can't blame you. <laughs> I mean, you Good also job. like one of the cool things about your shop, though, is like you have signs everywhere, basically just like laying it out there, like everybody's welcome here. But then the way like you and then also Danielle, like both just kind of come off super welcoming. So I definitely understand how people can sit down and be like, I don't really know you, but here's my whole life story. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely been some life stories where you're like, Tell me less, please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to know about the person, you know, fourth person you welcomed into your bed last night with your. <laughs> I don't need to know about that. <laughs> oh, you hear all types of stories. Yeah, there's different types. Yeah. You know, That's awesome. some are good, some are whatever. But yeah. I mean, without but naming I, names, is I, there anything that we were like, this is by far the weirdest day I had as a barber? Uh, I mean, there's definitely been some weird days. A lot of those like really personal stories or like really like pulling you into their shit. And you're like, uh, this is your first time here. How about we get a bowl in and then you, uh, <laughs> open up a little bit more or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to put you on the spot. It happens. Um, are we going to see Jack tonight? Is he going to show up on the show? He's laying right behind me. Yes. He, uh, he's always with me. He's like, if, if my wife would say if he could crawl up my ass, he would. <laughs> he's he's on, he's on it. Like, if I'm, like, going around the house, he is right there behind me. He follows me around. And it's great. I, I mean, awesome. it's obviously, like, he, he's attached. You know, when you get a rescue dog, you don't know their story, so whatever makes him happy. Yeah, he's That's he's awesome. a welcome addition to the shop. I like seeing him just laying there between the he's two chairs. So chill. <laughs> yeah, he's very uniquely calm dog, like perfect for being in the barber shop. Yeah, uh, secret lady friend agrees about rescue. Her rescue dog is a, is kind of a jerk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we were like cuddling. Jack is put- not a jerk. Yeah, see, I should have got a non-jerk He's dog. He's a very nice boy. <laughs> Where'd you rescue him? Yeah, he knows we're talking about him. He's looking at me. Where did you rescue him? Um, um, so the rescue was in Connecticut. It was called Murphy's Paw, but he actually came from California, yeah. um, like Bakersfield area. That's cool. Oh, Murphy's Paw. That's like the cold. That's the best name for like an animal shelter. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, so in terms of so like if you're in a band, everybody has like that band that got them into music. Do you do barbers have like barber heroes? Like, do you have like one barber you look up to where you're like, fuck yeah, that's what I want to be at? Like, I want to be like. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's just like anything else. And in the age of social media, it's like amplified by like, 
you know, you see barber shops or barbers online and you're like, yeah, something like that. I like that. Or like maybe you almost even copy it. Like, let me rip that off. <laughs> like everybody does because nothing's that original. But um, <laughs> uh, I guess my, I I do have a kind of a story like that of when I was touring and I would go around to barbershops as much as I could to get haircuts in different places and see different barbershops and stuff. And that's what made me know that I was like, oh, this is something I would want to do. This is pretty cool. And um, specifically up in Toronto, I remember going to a barbershop called Crow's Nest and um, this guy Hambone, who was uh, at the time just a mutual friend, he had toured before as well uh, as a tour manager and got into barbering and he was working there. And so when I was on tour, he had some mutual friends with us, friends with bands that we toured with. And I went out to that shop and I went in there and like my mind was blown. It was like, <laughs> you know, punk dudes, hardcore dudes, all tattooed, cutting hair, like cool shit on the walls, skateboards, like good music. It was, and it was like, uh, honestly, in a funny way, very similar to how Heartland is now where it was like a hole in the wall, like small barbershop. It was actually in like a basement of this other business with like super low ceilings. And like, it just like the feeling was so cool. And I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to do something like this. And um, that turned into, well, let me go to barber school. And then, you know, I started working as a barber. And I, I think there was definitely a point where I was working at other like town barbershops where I was like, that was my goal. Like I wanted to get to that point, have my own barbershop and do that. And, um, you know, like however many, seven years ago was when I bought my house in Worcester. And when I started living here, I was like, this is the place to do it, you know, not to say like a tagline like Worcester was on the up and up you know like around that time everything was happening in Worcester you know the buzz the buzz the about buzz. Worcester uh <laughs> but you know that's kind of how I felt was like you know there isn't really a place that like this here so let me create it and that's I mean I, I I've been lucky because it's caught on and done well but you know, that's kind of where I was, was like, create what doesn't exist, you yeah. know? That's how cool shit happens, though. Like, every you talk to, like, random people, they're like, I wish this was here. It's like, okay, so do it. Like, you can, you can do it. Yeah. Somebody asked. And I, think that, and I think that that's what a lot, I, and, you know, I do think Worcester has a lot of that compared to a lot of places. Um, I think the opportunity for it has been there. I think it's going to get harder because rents are going to go up and everything's going to be more expensive and they're going to build more development, which I'm, you know, I'm not taking a stance in that necessarily, but um, you know, when I would, when Joe bought Joe and Jay bought the new tradition built, what is now the new tradition building, that was a piece of shit in a shitty neighborhood. Yeah. Right. Now, Right. still kind of a shitty neighborhood, but um, they did a lot of work to it to make it the way it was. And they could do that because they got it on such the cheap in a crappy neighborhood in Worcester. But those crappy neighborhoods and cheap buildings are getting fewer and further between. So it's going to be a lot harder. But anyway, I liked the opportunity that was there. And, you know, Joe and Jay had this idea to open this coffee shop. Actually, it was supposed to be a 
motorcycle clothing shop with a coffee bar in it. That's what it originally was supposed to be. It was going to be leaned more towards the like motorcycle gear and clothing. Yeah. And, um, and then they were going to be like, and we're going to have a coffee bar in the corner. And then as they realized how much went into like getting an espresso machine and doing this and doing that, they were like, okay, this is slowly just turning into a coffee shop with a corner that has motorcycle stuff in it, <laughs> which now has turned into just a coffee shop with some motorcycle paraphernalia. Yeah. <laughs> and it has but, merch. But when they did that, I said, oh, what we could do is like a one chair barber shop in the corner. Like you build me out a little station. I cut hair in the in the retail store, which was something I had seen at um, a place called Ball and Buck that was on Newbury Street in Boston. They had a little tiny barber shop inside of the retail store. And I thought that was a cool idea and something that could be done in Worcester in like a little bit different of a way. Um, so it turned into being bigger than just a one chair thing. It was a two... I was like, oh, I got room for two chairs in here. Let's do two chairs, even though it's just going to be me at first. So they built all that out. They did that whole um, parking lot, improved that building. Eastern Border ended up going upstairs. Easy Company was the first thing that was in there. They were, they've been in there since the beginning. They moved in right away. Sure. Um, and that was also supposed to be, it was going to be a motorcycle co-op with multiple people coming in. And having like little stations where they could work on bikes. But then John and Craig came in and then two of the other people moved out and they were like, oh, our business is growing. We're just going to take over all this. So then they they grew and it changed. So a lot of the ideas from the beginning are different. As you know, upstairs was supposed to be a, a event space for a while, yeah. which they did have some events, but that has shifted as well. Well, the pandemic <laughs> screwed that up. And speaking of John, yeah, yeah. I definitely talked to John this past week, and we're going to have those guys on at some point to talk about their crazy story. Another oh, that'll be better YouTube. than this one. Oh, well, it's just different. Just they have yeah. a YouTube channel. No, it'll be better. Yeah. <laughs> so the funny, the funniest thing about, like, John and Craig, I went to high school with them. I've known them since high school. And Craig and I were in a hardcore band. 15 years ago. And then when I started working for four years strong, I did merch for them. And then when I moved up to tour manager, we brought Craig on to do merch. <laughs> and then when we did a warp tour one year, we brought John on to be a roadie. And then he ended up being a guitar tech. So then me, John and Craig all toured with four years strong at the same time. And then now we're all in that building together. So it's a really weird progression because I went to high school with them. I was in a band with Craig and then now, and then we toured together and then now we're all in the same building. Business owners together. That's crazy. Yeah, I can't kick those fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love That's them. Awesome. That's wild. That's like, I don't know. That's so yeah. cool. That, that kind of just like speaks to how rad that building is. There's just so much like cool shit happening and like cool people doing it. And it's stuff that didn't like literally didn't exist in the city before, or if it did, it wasn't yeah. what's happening in that building. It has a different vibe to it for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I feel like it's it's a beacon in that neighborhood now where there's a lot of interesting stuff happening and there's going to be a lot of new stuff coming in. And the fact that this coffee shop has been here the entire time and has already has an audience. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. A lot it's going to be an interesting few years. They're building a lot of lofts. A lot of lofts. A lot of all very expensive. All those, all those buildings are getting bought up. They're building a lot of lofts. We'll see. <laughs> they're going to keep the retail on the first floor because that's that's what millennials want. But yeah, there's going to be lots and lots of, I don't know, yeah. we'll see. Re- retail's what they, dead. What do, what do millennials want? Like shitty Mexican food like done by Americans? Is that what yeah. they want? I yes. hope not. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. No, we want. I'm just, I, we want I'm just being shop. like that guy. I feel you. It's okay. I'm the guy that and, just like and, hates retail. So I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what your listeners want. They want yeah, us to should, shit talk Worcester. You, <laughs> you, you guys are too lovely. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Josh, how do people find you on the internet? Where can they where can they learn more about your services? Oh, Heartland Barber, it would be your your main source on Instagram. I don't have TikTok. I'm too old for that. No, you're uh, not. You should be on there. No, I don't got time for that shit. All right. How do I make videos? I gotta I gotta It's easy. You, you can know. just make them like you make them on Instagram. I gotta Same hire thing. somebody or something. I don't know. No. I don't even take my own pictures. <laughs> that's the thing joe Jody needs to Frain. have a fucking jody frame has to have a tiktok uh add-on TikTok. where you like you can just keep him yeah. on retainer to come in make a couple tiktoks a week boom apparently warm jello says TikTok templates her. i don't know what What's that is templates it's see so I'm, I'm old but i guess i'm old too warm green jello hit him up hit him up in his dms help him out yeah, warm green jello is gonna do it so yeah, no, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. That's that's my age bracket, I guess. Well, <laughs> I don't have Twitter. I don't even have Twitter. Did we cover anyway. how'd you got the name Heartland Barber? Oh yeah, no. Heartland Barber. Okay, so it's not that complicated. But I knew what I wanted the logo to be. I knew I wanted a heart because of Worcester, and I knew I wanted the handshake. I had Dan Sheridan, who is a great graphic designer, who did this shirt, I believe, probably, because nice. he does all of Easy Company stuff. But he did my logo for me, and I gave him you know, some ideas to play with, but basically he did the design of the logo. But I had the idea for a logo first, and then I was like, um, I want a name with like heart in the name. And I just, you know, upon brainstorming, came up with Heartland. I didn't really like it at first, honestly. And then I... Um, looked up online, like the literal meaning of Heartland. And it means uh, the middle territory that is least susceptible to invasion. And I was like, that's pretty cool for a barbershop. Oh, that's super cool. Because it kind of echoes that like a safe place for you to be, you know, kind of thing. And I liked the meaning of it. And then the name, you know, as I sat with it, it like sounded good. With the logo was cool. So I don't know. Not that complicated, but I definitely overthought it for a while until I came to the conclusion. <laughs> it was in the, I had time though, because we were building out in the building for a, a little while. So I had time to like really land on one. It wasn't like I had a week to think of a name and then had to do it. You know, That's if it had been later, I think I would have named it after my daughter, but 
maybe a future barbershop i'll do that goldie's barbershop that'd be a pretty good one <laughs> i dig it yeah that would be cool well, open like another barbershop on the other side of the city have two a competing one yeah and then don't tell anybody <laughs> don't tell anybody yeah yeah exactly I figured Goldie's going to be your TikTok manager here in like a, I don't know, two, three years. Kids start young. She might. Yeah. I mean, it might be her business anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> if she wants what? to cut hair, she can take it. That's awesome. Well, Josh, uh, well, this has been a long time. I'm supposed to drink seltzer on this, right? Oh, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one. Time. We have a koozie for you, by the way. Next time I'm down at the shop, I'll give you one. Cheers. What are you drinking? Oh, the man Koozie. Koozie, I got pomegranate. Koozie. Um, pomegranate's my favorite. Actually. It's so I never ever ever drank the pomegranate until like a year ago, and now I get it all the time. It's probably my like. Did I tell you to get it? Uh, honestly, you probably you probably did. <laughs> and I said pomegranate's my favorite, and I I I think I remember you being like, really? I don't know if I've had that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you must have been the one who told me then, because yeah, I literally don't think I ever had it until a year ago, and now it's. It's always in the rotation. These are those hard-hitting yeah. conversations that happen in the chair. Well, we got to get, yeah. Oh, in the chair. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> awesome, Josh. There. Well, this has been a long time coming. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, I'm sure we'll see yeah. you around the coffee shop very soon. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see you very soon. Yeah. Heartland Barber, New Tradition Coffee, Easy Harrison Company. Court. Harris, Harris Court. Harris Court. What am I, Harrison Court? Um, Eastern border upstairs. Don't forget that. Uh, Sludge house studio, Karma clay. Yeah. You got a bunch of stuff in that building. You got to support this stuff or it won't be there. So. And then Goldie's haircuts coming in like five years. Yeah. I mean, I'll let her cut my hair now, I guess. She can come. There's a video. So that, that little like intro video thing that was playing before you came on. There, I forget which video oh, yeah. it is, but it's clearly from when I was in my old apartment, which was like during the COVID, the beginning of COVID. And I like mm-hmm. had one of our friends in our yard just like shave the sides of my hair because you weren't open. And I shaved my oh, beard yeah. off. And as soon as the video came up, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> it looked so bad. So oh, I saw the beard my hair too, actually. Yeah, it was, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. But Goldie can cut my hair because she would do a much better job than I did of myself. So maybe she's a psychopath at this point in her life, but <laughs> she does love seltzer. Maybe I could get should get you a clip for your intro. We would do love it. her chugging some oh, seltzer. Oh, we would absolutely love do it. Do it. Yeah, yeah. She's a seltzer <laughs> lover for sure. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah. All right, Josh. We will talk to you soon, my dude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank All you. All right. Thank you. Yep. Cut them off. And for you viewers, we will be right back after a short break to talk about what's bubbling.